You're listening to The Evening Sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, your word is so sweet. Your word is so comforting. Your word is so powerful. And all you want us to do is believe it. Believe it, Lord. And accept that strength. Grant grace for focus in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. First Corinthians chapter 3. We're starting from verse 1 this evening. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babies in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto, before now, you were not able to bear it. Not yet now are you still able. Do you see that? Paul is saying, when I came to you, Corinthians, I could not give you the meat of God's word. I couldn't speak spiritual language to you. So it means that meat is spiritual language. And that is what needs discernment. And that is what is the wisdom of Christ. When we begin to speak the mysteries of God, the wisdom of God in a mystery, that is the meat of God's word. And that is called spiritual according to this scripture. I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. And the people that we are talking to are those who have become truly what? Spiritual. You are spiritual if you can understand the deep things of God. That's what this scripture is saying. But if you have not, if you have, if you cannot comprehend these mysteries of God or this wisdom of God in a mystery, then it means you are still a baby. And what you need is the milk of God's word. And Paul is saying, I fed you with milk, not with meat. I couldn't speak those things to you. Okay? And even now, unfortunately, you are still not able to bear meat. I still cannot teach you meat. Why did he say that? Look at verse 3. He said, for you are yet carnal. This word carnal here means fleshly, means natural. Hmm? Fleshly and natural. Who is a carnal believer? A carnal believer is a believer that is ruled by his senses, what he sees, what he hears, how he feels. That defines his reaction, his response, his emotions. He's controlled. His decisions are controlled by what he can see with his natural eyes, what he hears with his natural ears, what he feels. His thinking faculties are processed by these things. The natural, natural things of this world where Satan is king and lord. Hmm? <laughs> now, verse 3 says, For you are yet carnal. Why are you carnal? Whereas there is among you envy and strife and divisions. Are you not carnal? And you walk as men. So where there is what? Envy. A man is carnal. When he's envious, when he's always battling with envy, competing with someone else, envying someone else, looking into what other people have, 
what they can do, what they are achieving. You are envious and then it stirs up in negative emotions towards you. It doesn't stir up joy. It doesn't stir up learning. But it stirs up, stirs up competition. Mm-mm. That's envy. The Bible says again, where there is strife. The Bible says, you know, the Bible says that wherever there is strife, there is, there is every evil work. One of the things a believer must do to himself is to say no to strife. Zero out strife. For you to be successfully zero out strife, then you will not be subject to what you hear because you can hear something that will cause anger and that will cause strife. You can see something that will cause anger and that will bring strife. So that means that believer has been delivered from the ability of the senses of sight and senses of hearing to influence what you do, to influence your decision. Hallelujah. Praise God. Bible says where there is strife, there is every evil work. Fornication will be there. Murder can be there. Witchcraft can be there. Any kind of evil can be there because of strife. Death can be there because of the enemy can come in and wreck the family because of strife. Hallelujah. There is division among you. Are you not carnal? That's what Paul is saying. And you walk as men. You walk as men. Another translation says, You walk as men, men. But I like this one. You walk as men. Why? When Jesus came into your life, when the Holy Ghost came into our life, He came to elevate our state. He took us from men to spirits. We became spiritual, supernatural beings. Men that house God. Look at yourself. You are housing God. Look at yourself. The Holy Ghost dwells on your inside. Look at you. Bible says that he that raised Christ from the dead shall quicken, give life to your mortal body. Your body will no longer be natural. Will no longer be subject to death, subject to sickness. Your body, your life will no longer be subject to Satan. Will no longer be determined by Satan. Satan will no longer have control, power, and influence and authority over your being. Look at you. You are not a natural man. But when you reduce yourself to envying and currently and, and, and divisions, Bible says you will come down to a natural man. You will become a prey in the hand of Satan. Okay. And then you will walk as men. You will do what men do. And you will fall. But God doesn't want us to fall. That's why you're listening to these things today. Stay with me, I shall not fall. I will not fall. Stay with me, I will desire the sincere milk of the word. And I shall grow. The Bible instructs us to desire the sincere milk. Because there are milks or milk. Or there are other types of milk that is not sincere. Which milk is that which is not sincere? That's food, spiritual food that is not leading you into the path of God, leading you into Christ, leading you into holiness, leading you into godliness, leading you into selflessness, gradually how be it, okay? Exposing to you the power of God, exposing to you the reality of the gospel, the authority of a believer, growing up spiritually, 
how to have faith in God, how to depend on God's word, those teachings, prayer, the importance of prayer, the, uh, the, the, the power of prayer in the life of a believer. These are fundamental truths. The doctrines of Christ, the fundamental doctrines of Christ, these are the milk of God's word. Faith towards God, repentance, asking for forgiveness, seeking for forgiveness, not going to bed with your anger. Not allowing the sun to set with your anger. Milk of God's word. Hallelujah. So that we can, we can what? Grow. Grow. Growth is important in the kingdom. The Bible says it is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. He wants to give us the kingdom. Jesus is holding the keys in his hands. Yeah, the keys of the kingdom is with him. Hallelujah. And he wants to give it to us. The Bible says we are a people. In this same Corinthians, we're going to see it. We are a people receiving a kingdom. Because we are being raised to receive the kingdom. No man gives his kingdom to an irresponsible child. No man gives his bank account details, his checkbooks, his checkbooks, okay, his car keys to an 11-year-old. You wait for them to what? Grow. You teach them your lifestyle. You teach them how you want them to run the business before you give them the inheritance. Otherwise, what would they do? They will waste it. A little child came to my house the other day and they were going. So I gave him a gift, 5,000 naira. Gave it to him. He took it from me happily. You know the next thing he did? He just went and took it and dumped it. He just took it and dumped it somewhere and walked away happily, smiling. <laughs> Doesn't know the value. That's what we do with spiritual things. So God can give it to a natural man. God can give it to a carnal believer. God wants us to what? Grow. Hallelujah. God wants us to what? Grow. Say with me, grow. Say with me, grow. Glory to God. This is the season of growth. This is the season of maturity. This is the time, the call, the summoning of perfection so that we can receive the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. God bless you. The message you just heard was from the evening sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kebadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kebadula.org. God bless you.